data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello. Okay, so it is time to do Facebook ads versus LinkedIn ads. Let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly for both of these platforms. Now, bit of a caveat, when I say Facebook throughout this, I do mean Facebook and Instagram ads because they are both integrated in Facebook Business Manager. It's just easier and I won't bore you all to death to say Facebook and Instagram every time. But I do mean Instagram as well, because when you're in the ad platform, you can simply tick a box to say if you want Facebook and Instagram or just Instagram or both. Also, as much as I'm going to tell you the differences, my personal differences between Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads, unfortunately, just because I tell you this, it doesn't mean that we get to pick which platform we're going to advertise on to. That is completely up to the audience that you're serving. I wish it was up to me because I would not be using some of these platforms, but it is your audience. And if you are a marketer to the Gen Z generation, then my advice is stop this podcast right now and go and focus on making TikToks. Go and focus on creating some really, really high quality content TikToks and then use their ad platform to push them out because you will get such better results. They're all hanging out over there, seen some awesome Gen Z TikToks ads and it's, do you know why they work so well? Because you don't actually realise they're ads. TikTok did an amazing thing last year where they said they, their ad to marketers was make TikToks not ads and I think it just sums it up perfectly because when you're trying to make paid marketing ads because of the very fact that you're saying the word ads you then think that they're more advertising but I think it, they do that amazing absolute tangent there but but true I'm, I'm gonna tell you stop wasting your time and go and learn some TikTok ads Unfortunately, if you are Gen Z or above or a B2B marketer, sorry, stay with me. This podcast will help you. If you are marketing to millennials, I think that they're right on the border. And actually, I think that you could do both because millennials are 100% hanging out on TikTok. Just ask me, I am on TikTok regularly. But there also is place for especially Instagram ads, and LinkedIn ads if they are B2B, which they very much will be. And so you'll definitely potentially be looking at LinkedIn ads as well. Right. Anyway, let's get started. So before I'm going to tell you the differences, I'm going to tell you what they do the same and what's what they both have. And also caveat to this is that I am literally just doing this off my memory of how I use them. I didn't want to start Googling and researching stuff because then it wouldn't be my authentic journey on both of these platforms. And I really just wanted to say it how it is and tell you what I like and what I don't like. So this is definitely not a podcast to learn about how to do the actual platforms. I've got a couple of podcast already out on some Facebook tips and tricks I'm gonna do some more that's more in the nitty-gritty but this one's just about what I like and what I don't like and it will help you decide on where you should be focusing your time if you are looking specifically to learn about LinkedIn ads I actually listened to a really good podcast and it's called LinkedIn ads by AJ Wilcox 
and it's actually recommended by LinkedIn themselves and it has some really good episodes on like the actual doing of the platforms. So I recommend going to listen to that. Starting with what's the same is they both have the same logical funnel flow journey and they encourage a three-stage ad journey which is awareness engagement and conversion but they do do it slightly different if you are on facebook then the three stages are awareness so in awareness you've got brand awareness or reach as your options for your campaigns for consideration you've got traffic engagement app installs video views lead generation or messages And conversion, you have conversions, catalog sales, or store traffic. So store traffic is literally like if you have a physical retail shop to send people to that location. And then in LinkedIn, the three funnel step there is awareness and under awareness is brand. Under consideration is website visits, engagement, or video views. And conversions is lead generation, talent leads, website or job applications so interestingly LinkedIn has the most objectives under conversions but Facebook has the most campaigns for consideration some of them are much better than others and they do literally on Facebook if you if you hover over one it has a little eye symbol and you can click and it tells you exactly what they mean so let me give you an example if you hover over brand awareness it says show your ads to people who are most likely to remember them And then, but if you do that on LinkedIn and hover over them, it does the same thing. So if I hover over brand in LinkedIn, it says, tell more people about your product services company or LinkedIn event. So it's the exact same. So your principles of marketing are the same on LinkedIn or Facebook, which is really helpful to know because it means that if you've done one of these, so if you've always done Facebook ads, then you can apply your same logic to LinkedIn ads and vice versa, because it's it's the same journey. Of course, your audience will be different, but it's the same logical journey. So you can pick this up really, really easily if you haven't done one of them before. Don't let that stop you because it sort of guides you in the same way. There's other things that are the same. So you can, on both of them, you can target geographically, demographically. You can do videos and still images on both. You can sync your data. So if you have CRM lists, of course, GDPR compliant. Or if you have any customer data list, you can upload them both on both of the platforms and they both enable you to put pixels on both um, your sites so that you can retarget, so they can talk to each other. So Facebook and LinkedIn similarly can talk to your website so that you can then retarget people from upper funnels and, and all of that sort of syncing happens, which is obviously why you can take people on a funnel journey. So all of that is the same. So let's get into the differences that I think are either good or bad. So we're going to start with Facebook. So I'm going to start with a good one for Facebook. So the good thing about Facebook ads is you can combine images and videos in the same ad set. Let me tell you what I mean and why that is good. On Facebook, you can say, okay, once you've selected your audience, so say you're doing an interest-based audience of people in London that like dogs and love to read and are between 25 and 35. So once you've selected your audience, you then go through and go, okay, I want to show them what? What are you showing them? On Facebook, you can show them an image or a video. 
then you say, okay, Facebook algorithm, I trust you. Now you surf whatever that individual prefers. Some people prefer images, some people prefer videos. Facebook then serves which one that individual prefers and therefore your results are better because you've had a better, you've served the customer a better experience. It also then allows your, whatever the result is, so cost per lead, cost per view, generally to come down because you're giving them more choice. The most infuriating thing about LinkedIn is you can't do that. You either have to do an image campaign or a video campaign. And I can't believe it's 2022 and nobody at LinkedIn has synced them in the same ad set to the same audience. It's so annoying. So it so therefore, generally, it costs you more money because you have to sacrifice. Okay, do I want an image or do I want a video? If I want both, I then have to do separate campaigns and show them an image and a video. And it's not using any help from the algorithm. Super, super annoying. Let's talk about another one. This other thing that is really good, and it's sort of on the same sink of that, is in Facebook ads, it's set up much better under one campaign. So what I mean by that is in Facebook, you can have one campaign. So say my campaign is going to be on on candle sales. So the, the campaign is candle sales. I want £500 for this candle sale ad campaign. I then don't know who's going to be the best people to send this to. So I'm going to choose different audiences. I'm going to choose one that is uh, interest based. I'm going to choose one that is my customer list. I'm going to choose one that is interest based on my on Yankee Candle. And then I'm going to choose another one that is demographically. So I'm going to choose people that are women that are 20 to 25 that have online shopping they that they have bought something recently online shopping like through Facebook so they're in, they're an engaged shopper that's what that's what it's called so then I can go okay Facebook I have 500 pounds I'm going to set up all of these four different audience sets and I'm going to give you the power Facebook to put the money who is reacting the best to this so there you put your trust in Facebook and actually you can say, I think my educated guess is that these are the four audience sets, but you tell me who's going to engage more, who's going to click through more, whatever your sort of goal is. So this for mine would be an, a conversion, it would be a purchase, a candle. So I would then be like, okay, which one is going to give me the best cost per lead or return on an ad spend? And then Facebook's going to chuck all the money that way after it's learnt. And that was just a really quick example. Obviously, I've gone like with some of those audience sets. They were in the awareness page. They were going to be cold audiences and I wanted them to do a conversion. But you never know, that could happen. But do you see what I mean? You can give Facebook the trust. You can't do that on LinkedIn. If I want multiple audiences, I have to create four separate campaigns and then give each of those, like I would have to divide the campaign by four and then give each of them an an equal amount of money and therefore I probably would be wasting money on a couple of the ad sets because they probably wouldn't be doing that great and then I could have just already given the money to the other ad sets that are performing better so it's a it's a longer process to learn on LinkedIn because you have to have gone through that gone okay these ones aren't working and then you have to literally you have to physically move the money to then the campaign that's working the best, whereas Facebook does that all for you. So that is really props to Facebook. 
The other thing about Facebook ads, it's generally a lot cheaper than LinkedIn. LinkedIn is obviously set up for more B2B. Good thing about Facebook and Instagram is people spend so much time on Facebook and Instagram. So because of this, you have more eyeballs. It's generally going to cost you less and you can generally get results quicker because of your audiences. There's some really good interest-based stuff that you can do on Facebook. So there's just a lot of options. You can target people based, as I said, on their interests, which is means that when you don't know where to start and you want to be quite broad and get Facebook's help, you can do that. On, on LinkedIn, it's more like their interests in work. Okay, come on, let's get, should I give some LinkedIn some, some good things? So the bad thing about Facebook is you can't, well, I won't say you can't because they did introduce work demographics on Facebook. Occasionally you can find people that work at bigger companies. So if I was trying to find people that work at Tesco and they've put that on their Facebook, then I can target them. The difference is that with your Facebook or your Instagram, people generally don't really update it anymore. You're much, much more likely to keep your LinkedIn up to date. It literally is made to tell LinkedIn your job title. Facebook, it's much more rare to see and it's not really in like user habits to be like, oh, I work here um, and every time you have a job change, it, it used to be quite cool a couple years ago, but I feel like nobody does that on Facebook anymore. If you do do that on Facebook, you're probably a Gen X or above, sorry, but I can't see any millennials doing that. That is just, uh, it's just um, my opinion though. Um, so, so yes, so even though Facebook tried to be a bit more like LinkedIn and put in like encouraging people to fill out their business and their work status and where they work, the seniority, the industry, etc. It didn't really take off and there's not much you can go on. I have done it a couple of times when I'm looking at really, really big audiences. So when I was doing some ads, Facebook ads for Woolworths in Australia, they were such a big supermarket that I could target people that worked there. So that was one way that I did do it. Similarly, in the US, when I was doing Facebook ads for Target, Target was such a big employer that they did have a demographic that I could click on, but it is rare and it is not as foolproof as LinkedIn. So it really did try it. But to be honest, my advice is if you're doing anything B2B marketing, don't even try and attempt Facebook. LinkedIn, let me give you some love. So the great thing about LinkedIn ads is that you can business target, obviously, but you can go super, super granular. And before I started doing LinkedIn ads myself, I didn't actually realize how granular you can go. You can target people that work at a certain company, a literal job title. You can target by seniority. So what I mean by that is, are they manager? Are they C-suite? Are they director? What industry are they in? Are they financial services? Are they marketing? Are they banking? Are they media? Are they entertainment? Are they insurance? Any of those, so much more. You can target people that are looking for a job. You can target people that just started for a job. You can target people by the size of the company, the size of their revenue. And that's just literally off the top of my head. You can upload, if you have like a list of like 100 companies that you want to target, you can upload that list directly into LinkedIn and then it, it finds them for you. 
It's also really good because on LinkedIn, you can then click something called demographics in your results. And you can see from the 100 companies that you are targeting, what was the engagement like? How many people click through? How many impressions did you get per company? So therefore you can start to whittle down in the companies that you're targeting, who's the most engaged. So if you don't know and you're starting from a cold list, it then does help you narrow it down. The other thing that's good about LinkedIn ads is that if one of your audiences that you're focused on getting in your marketing funnels is candidates, there's lots that you can do there. So you can do specific ads, especially for a job that your company is advertising. You can find leads, like talent leads. You can literally send people to go and apply straight away. So that's really, really good. Obviously, I have done some ads actually on Facebook and and Instagram for when trying to find candidates, especially utilizing something like Instagram Reels or Instagram Stories, because on those platforms, you can use content that looks a lot more like content versus ads and like different videos that shows your company culture or shows that you're hiring and you can be really specific so you can do for example want to do grads you can literally do like 21 to 24 and a lot of the universities are listed so you can find out the demographics and and target people that went to certain universities or that they are in that in a like that they've selected that they're a graduate and I do actually find that that does help to be honest I would do that as well but that's as granular as you can go like you can't target somebody with a specific job ad yes you can target them with a page to the job ad but you can't do it specifically straight away which you can do on LinkedIn of course LinkedIn lends itself really really well to getting talent leads also on Facebook and you have to declare that it is a hiring ad and therefore it has to go through another round of authorization within Facebook so just to caveat on that one the actual really good thing about LinkedIn ads, look at me, look at me being an advocate for LinkedIn ads. Who would have thought it? You can do lead gen straight from the platform. So what I mean by that is you like the, the purpose of lead gen is obviously to get data so that then you can provide the good use of lead gen, I should say, is to get somebody's details. So the gold dust is an email address and then you put them on your email list and then you send them really good valuable content that is directly interests them and then hopefully they do the desired action that you want which maybe to buy your course or to buy your service or to buy your product or to sign up with you or there's so many different things isn't there on LinkedIn you can set this straight off the website itself which is really good because it means people don't have to click off you can literally tell LinkedIn what fields you want people to fill in so it could be like first name last name email address and the good thing is you can say work email address which is of course the one that you really want because when you've got their work email address when you email them your value they're in their work state of mind so they're more likely to reply and interact versus them sending it to their personal one and then by the time they look at their personal one they're not at work anymore you can then like put in whatever your lead gen is if it's a pdf whatever it is you can put it straight into the platform and then you then get back all of your leads so it's really really good for that i really recommend definitely for sure using that as a conversion tactic and it's a really easy way to think of your funnel so your funnel on linkedin could literally be So for my brand awareness, I would do a video, say something about the company that was adding value, that was like a good top tip or my top five, whatever it is, a top five marketing nuggets. Then 
I would do my middle of funnel as maybe sending people to try and sign up to a live event that I was doing on LinkedIn or to a blog where I explain something or something just a value that, that is interesting to them. I could do another video, but this time the video is a bit longer and it goes into a bit more detail. And then the third step would be lead gen. So they've already seen or engaged with two parts of my funnel and then I would pop up the lead gen they don't have to leave the platform they can literally type it in straight away their name their email and then they can be done and carry on scrolling through LinkedIn so that is definitely how I think I would utilize LinkedIn the best and it's a good experience as well for the person on the other side okay sorry LinkedIn right I've said too many good things about you let me tell you some bad things about LinkedIn so a couple of things are that people spend far less time on LinkedIn than they do on Facebook and Instagram. Although I guess it depends who you are because if you are super, super business focused and you're B2B, then you are gonna spend a lot of time on LinkedIn, but you're gonna spend a lot of time on LinkedIn during your work day. It was some stat a couple of years ago and it was like people spend like an hour a week or something on LinkedIn. Do not quote me on this because I can't remember. And on Facebook and Instagram, like combined, like the amount that people checked, it was unbelievable. It was like over, I think Instagram's like over a hundred times a day. I feel like I got this wrong, but it was something that I was astounded. Let's just say I was astounded by the stats. So and it makes sense people of course spend less time on LinkedIn versus the other ones generally speaking unless you're out there like I spend more time on LinkedIn but generally speaking people if you ask 10 of my friends they would nine times out of 10 tell me that they spend time on Facebook and and Instagram and actually I spent very little time on LinkedIn myself as a D2C marketer and so because of that it is generally more expensive I don't know if that's the reason but LinkedIn is more expensive to market on versus Facebook I remember seeing my cost per thousand so my cost per thousand on how how much it would cost me to reach a thousand people I used to be averaging three pounds on Facebook and Instagram I think the average on LinkedIn is about 13 pounds so it is much more expensive so recently someone at LinkedIn helped me get some stats so the average video view rate on LinkedIn is 10% so if you have a cold audience on LinkedIn the average view rate is 10% isn't that mad and then if your audience is warm it goes up to 18 1 8 in the UK and 24 in the US and your click through rate oh brace yourselves the click-through rate for cold us traffic is 0.69 and your uk is 0.63 percent that is your click-through rate that's not your conversion rate how mad is that so you have a really really tough crowd on linkedin so that's why you have to get your funnels on point you have to make sure that the people that are viewing your videos at the top of your funnel you're really giving them a really good engaging funnel process throughout because your click-through rate is so tough I mean I can't believe that's the average click-through rate this is a long podcast isn't it this is longer than my usually one and I have a fun fact about LinkedIn so my fun fact is that it's owned by Microsoft this is a very niche fun fact so because they're owned by Microsoft you can advertise on Bing so US audience I'm looking at you specifically because there's there is more people in the US that use Bing And they talk to each other and they have similar targeting on Bing. So if you have a limited budget and you're doing LinkedIn ads in the US, I recommend coupling it with Bing versus Google because because they're owned by Microsoft, they talk to each other. So you can get a better targeting approach by using them if you're bolstering it with PPC. Did tell you it was a niche fact, didn't I? Okay, my other 
final one for LinkedIn is that they do do different ad formats. So whilst on Facebook, you only can do an image or a video, on LinkedIn, they do have different options. So they have sponsored content, they have messaging ads, they have sponsored messaging, they have follower ads. I personally prefer sponsored content because I think that they give me the best bang for my buck and they're the way to be less advertising and more content led. The, the, the clue is in the name there. I don't really like sponsored messaging because it's people going directly into people's messaging, but also that's not the type of marketer I am. I'm very much more of a brand marketer and so I wouldn't have one-to-one conversations. I definitely think that tool is much more for business development people. Follower ads, they do do that. I don't really like it. I've tried it. It's quite expensive to get actual followers. Even with an engaged audience, I found it quite quite expensive. There's other ones as well, like text-based ads. They were okay, there you have it. They are the good and the bad things about Facebook and LinkedIn ads. As I mentioned at the beginning, unfortunately, it's not up to us which platforms we go on. I It's so funny because I literally, if you ask me to do a campaign now on Facebook and Instagram ads, I'd be like, oh, I'm quite rusty. Whereas I now could do a LinkedIn ad funnel quite quickly. So my advice for you well-rounded marketers out there is to give it a go if you are not done one or the other, as I said, it's quite transferable, your skills. There's some really good courses on both Facebook and both LinkedIn to help get your skills up to scratch if you need them. So give them a go, but don't be put off by either of them. They both have their good and their bad bits. As I said, the most important thing is making sure that your audience is there ready to receive what you're doing, because obviously that is the most important thing. So hope this helped. And I'm going to do a couple more like versus versus coming up. So look out for those podcasts. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.